Hello, and welcome to this week's Minutes with Maurice podcast. Last week, after my podcast about the story of a dream, I found out I violated an unwritten rule of storytelling. Glenn Beck, author, speaker, and radio commentator, has been quoted about stories within dreams. It's his position that storytellers tell the listener that the tale originated in a dream at the very beginning of the narrative. Okay, I waited to the end, hoping to kind of surprise you. Well, if you were disappointed, I apologize, and if you were surprised, I'm happy. Okay, this week's podcast is not a result of a dream, but is strictly from my memories so they either really happened or I imagined them as real events, but not within a dream. Join me as I travel down memory lane, reflecting on some highlights of a lad on this earth. Born April 16th, 1932. 32? Oh my goodness, that makes me 90 years old. I was a sickly child, but I recovered through the care and love of mom and dad. I had a happy childhood, and I was raised in a French-speaking family. I never mastered speaking it, but understood it completely. And I even understood some of dad's French swear words, and mom, if she did swear, never did it in front of the kids. I was a third of three children. My oldest brother, Val, was eight years older than me, and my older sister was four years older than me. And Claire, uh, well, we, you know, we were friends, and, but she didn't have much use for me as I was uh, beginning to grow and become a teen. Okay, so, and I had several pet dogs and a pet rabbit. Uh, the pet rabbit only died, uh, well, I only had him for about three days, and he died. I have no idea why, but I was crushed. Southwest Detroit was a safe place to grow up. Out till I was allowed to be out on the streets until the lights came on. How many of you listeners remember that guideline? Okay, you can go out after supper if your homework's done, but you have to come back in when the street lights come on. Yeah, but nowadays, most of the new subdivisions don't have street lights. So what happens? Do mom and dad turn on the porch light? And if you're not nearby the porch light, how do you know it's time to come home? Well, my hobby was building model airplanes. And on a rainy Sunday, Mom would give me 10 cents, and I could go to the local dime store. Yeah, they were dime and nickel stores. And they had model airplanes I could buy for 10 cents. And I would come home and start building a model airplane. Model airplanes were interesting to me because they actually did fly as I wound up the rubber band propeller. And then when they got too banged up and 
wouldn't really fly well, I gave them one last flight with a firecracker in the front. And it was always a spectacular crash. There was a corner store at the end of our block. It was owned by our next door neighbor. And it was a soda fountain. And um, she was a lovely lady and wonderful and compassionate. And I would go in and she would give me a piece of candy because I was a neighbor. And then as I began to grow up, uh, well, I was in a Catholic school and I spent 13 years in a Catholic school. And I liked the fourth grade so much I stayed there twice. But it wasn't really because I liked it. it I was around 10, I think. <clears throat> and uh, I failed the fourth grade for lack of attendance. And what vague memories I have uh, is, are that uh, Mom was not feeling well. She was bedridden, and uh, Claire and Val had to go to school, of course. And, uh, well, I think Val was even, by now, close to being out of school. But anyway, and Dad had to go to work, so I was able to stay home and take care of uh, some of her needs, water and food and Whatnot. So that's the only thing I remember why I stayed in the fourth grade. And I do remember the city having streetcars. The uh, streetcars ran down the middle of uh, the main highways uh, on metal rails, and they had a trolley that was hooked up to the wire overhead, and that's where they got the power to keep going. And of course, on a, not of course, but on a Halloween evening or whenever the, us kids felt mischievous, we would wait until the streetcar stopped and then pull the pulley off the wire. Well, then the whole streetcar would go black, couldn't go anywhere. And the conductor would get out and yell at us and put the trolley back on and move on. But it was great fun for us. And uh, I worked in, a, in an A&P in the produce department as I began working beyond my newspaper route. And eventually I left uh, the A&P to uh, be a driver delivery boy for the local grocer. And uh, that was fun. I graduated from high school in 1951 and started Ford Motor Company in 1951 as a design engineer trainee and ultimately after six years uh, of training and classrooms and I was designated a, des a, a automotive designer and then so I subsequently went to night school and got a, a bachelor's of science degree after six years of night school with support from a woman, my wife, who never complained. Well, yeah, she complained a little bit, but saw me through it. And the interesting part is that after our youngest was in kindergarten, my wife Marie went back to school in college because she had left college when she got married. And she went on to become a registered nurse. 
majoring in and mastering <coughs> psychiatric care. And she was good at it. They liked her. In 1965, I left Ford Motor Company and became a sales rep selling to Ford, GM, and Chrysler, and remained a sales rep all the way through to 1996 when I retired and sold my agency to my oldest son, Mark. Which brings me to my kids. I had, we had six. Mark, Michelle, Dan, Steve, Paul, and Tom. And they were all wonderful kids, and they are all fortunately very successful today. And uh, I married my lone, my love of my life, Marie, in 1951. I now have, unfortunately, uh, my dear wife Marie passed away. Uh, about two years ago, and uh, I am living in a uh, independent living community after moving to Hernando, Florida. And it just so happens that uh, within walking distance, uh, daughter Michelle and son Mark each have a home. Mark is permanent as a citizen here, and Michelle has her second home for the winter. And uh, after 65 years, Marie uh, became ill and passed away, and I will always miss her. We had 13 grands and 15 greats. When I moved to Florida in, as independent living, um, after a while I met a lovely lady in our community and uh, the relationship matured, and we are now sharing a two-bedroom, two-bath apartment. And uh, after 90 years of enjoying good health and looking forward to sharing more time with my 87-year-old lady friend, Shirley, who will soon be starting her own podcast, Simply Shirley. So look forward to that. Uh, no, no real start date, but it will be on Anchor, and it will be titled Simply Shirley. Believe me, her life story is much, much more fascinating than mine. In comparison, mine was quite boring, but I'm thankful for it. So thank you for listening with Minutes with Maurice, and be sure to click on follow uh, for my next podcast. Tomorrow, which will be uh, Thursday the 8th, and uh, the day after you, the day before you listen to this, we will be leaving for Michigan to spend a few days where the family will have the annual Christmas reunion. And it's always a gala affair. And I'm looking forward to Shirley meeting much more of my family. And in the meantime, take care and be sure to click on follow. And I am Maurice St. Germain.